Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Rater Report podcast. My name is Holly Hewlett, and I'm the social media manager for the Rate State Guardian. This week, I am joined by sports reporter Noah Kindig. Hey, Holly. Right Life editor Emily Mancuso. Hello. And our news editor, soon-to-be editor-in-chief, uh, Jamie Neeler. Hello. How are you guys doing today? I know I already asked this, but uh, <laughs> it's round two. So <laughs> <laughs> Round two. I'm doing swell, Holly. Thank you. Good. Good to hear. Good to hear. Honestly, could be a lot better. I'm exhausted. Yes, that was. We've had to film this intro a second time now because the first time it wasn't recording. So we've already we've already been through all this. But at least you noticed it. Like you know, two minutes in, or not even that many. Yeah, not even that far. Thankfully, yeah. (laughs) But yeah, um, I know we were talking earlier about uh, just needing a break. Yeah, it's just like. Again, I've been having this, like, you saw me in the office, like, this 100-yard yep. stare, but there was puppies upstairs. So <gasps> I Wait, there were puppies up. upstairs? Yeah, I think they're going to be there till 4 <gasps> or 3. Okay. I'm going to go oh. see the puppies. I'm going to have done. to go see the puppies, too. I'm going to have to see the puppies after we're done. I really wish I wasn't allergic, because I would be all up with those puppies. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing to semi-stabilize my mental health in puppies. Yes. That's, yeah, that's the only part of going home I enjoy now is <laughs> seeing my puppy. What kind? What I, kind have, have? I have a sheep-a-doodle. <gasps> oh, that's adorable. His name is um, Higgins. Higgins? That's a good Aww. name. I Higgins. like that. Yeah. That's a good name for a puppy. He's a spaz. <laughs> he's insane. But, oh, he's crazy? Yeah. yeah. Um, very crazy. He's a, he's a herding dog, so he is meant to, like, herd sheep. Um, so he just s- runs in circles around the whole house pretty much all day long. <laughs> but he's a good boy. Um, but for this week, uh, we're going to start off like normal with one of our favorite segments, um, Noah's Weird Sport of the Week. So take it away, Noah. Yeah. So it's getting to that point in the semester where things are kind of uh, slowing down. Things are a little more boring. And so I've been thinking a lot about like, how to make things more exciting and so with this weird sport that's what i want to share with you is um college students when we start to live alone we do a lot of our own chores and i hate chores menial tasks suck i hate them so i found an extreme sport that takes ironing your clothes and takes it to the next level it's called extreme ironing and the only way that i can imagine that somebody invented this was they got so bored doing regular ironing that they decided to go to like the top of a mountain and start ironing all this sport is, sport is, is people taking their ironing boards, taking clothes, going to weird spots and ironing them. Like just on top of a mountain, like in the oh. middle, like in the middle of a cliff. It's like all this stuff. Like, Interesting. So there's a video here of a guy from New Zealand doing it. He's in a river doing it. He's on top of a mountain, on top of a bunch of other stuff. How do you plug an iron in? I, I, <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure it's like battery powered or something. So you bring all your own materials and you just go to random spots and iron. Like, how would, that's a lot to carry up. Like, I don't know if anyone, like, I'm a big hiking, rock climbing person. Like, getting up a mountain is really difficult. I could not right. imagine carrying, like, a five-pound ironing, ironing board and iron up a mountain. Out of all the sports that I've talked about, I think this is probably the one where I, I, I don't, I, I've looked into it for hours and I don't understand why they do it. I don't I don't get it. I don't know. Yeah, I don't that it's interesting for sure. <laughs> um 
I don't necessarily like ironing that much, so I yeah. don't know if I'd want to climb a mountain and do it up at the top. Um, but to each their own, you know. Yeah, yeah to each like, their that's own. Cool, like new new segment of outdoor sports. I'm here for it. Yeah, I can I see the video, Noah? Yeah, you can see the video. So it's this guy from New Zealand, who basically all he does is I I guess he just started ironing clothes and got really bored. And it's not, like, just this guy. Like, there are a bunch of people all around the world that do it. And he goes to a river. He goes to, like, the top of mountains. And he just irons clothes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's so weird. I don't I don't know why you wouldn't just, like, go there normally. Maybe, like, he, he really needs to iron his clothes. And he just gets really bored with ironing. So he has to, like, I mean, find a way to do it. The places that he's going are, like, very, like, aesthetic, Beautiful. like, yeah, picture, very... picturesque-esque places. Yeah, they're very beautiful places. And so... I get like wanting to go to those. I don't get bringing an ironing board and an iron. I don't get that either. But I mean, I to I, do that. I guess but the pictures like, that are taken are really nice, even too, if it yeah. is a little weird. Yeah. And when I think about it, I mean, I guess he's taking you know a normal, boring, menial task and making it exciting to him. So hey, to him, to each their own, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. That was a thank you for that weird sport. No, I feel like. It's got. We've done this for so long that it's now. You're now like, oh crap, I need to find another sport. Yeah. So yes. extreme ironing is extreme, what we get. Extreme ironing is what you get now because I've done this for so long. Very interesting. <laughs> well, uh, for the past couple of weeks, we've kind of been talking a little bit about the magazine, um, the the Guardian just did Flight Magazine, um, which has been my favorite project to see get done so far this semester and we're going to kind of continue with our conversation on that um so one of the biggest topics within the flight magazine this year was inspire and inspirational people professors uh places stuff like that um we had a photo article i guess you would call it um in within the magazine and we went around and asked right state students what inspires them um, and they wrote on a little whiteboard, what inspires them, took a picture, and there's a collage of that in the magazine. So I kind of just wanted to talk to you guys today about like what inspires you or who inspires you, if anybody wants to take it away. I'm, uh, I'll go ahead. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> um, like, I don't know if like I've ever told you guys about this, but like when I was in middle school, like and <laughs> well, thanks Noah. That wasn't me. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> some noise. Just some Anyways, noise. noises. <laughs> there was like in middle school, I was like really depressed and had a lot of anxiety, like I do now. But middle school was really bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And like I had this one teacher. He taught like my eighth grade English class, and I don't know if like you guys heard of like the butterfly effect or. It's just like one small things sets into motion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A bunch of other things. And people, I don't think people realize how impactful they are sometimes. I had this English teacher. And like, um, I've always struggled with, you know, like never feeling like I'm good enough at anything. And this teacher, I wrote this paper. And of course, I thought it was garbage. Like, I, I think everything I do is garbage. <laughs> blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And then he, he came up to me and she's like, this is the best paper in the whole class. And you should join the writing club. And I, I almost cried. It was like, and now I want to be an author. So like, it, and it's just like, 
an inspiration and like the influence like just like a little bit of kindness goes a long way yeah that's awesome i i think the thing that i found as a college student is that when you talk to people about what they're majoring in and why they're majoring in it 90 percent of the time they had a teacher that they loved that was in that subject yeah like they, like maybe the subject they would be halfway interested in, but because they had a good teacher, somebody who cared about them and cared about the subject, they kind of saw themselves becoming that. That was actually the focus of the article that like I wrote for the magazine and mm-hmm. why I wrote the Impactful Professors yeah. um, article because I just noticed so many students have had a teacher in their life and specifically in the college experience that has like really just like changed the trajectory of their life and like Mm -hmm. gathering those stories and writing those stories which is so cool and um like inspiring to me actually because you know just to see how much professors and teachers like impact others like sometimes you aren't even noticing that you're impacting others But at the same time, you are. And, you know, teachers and professors, like, yes, that that means titled teachers and professors. But, you know, there are people who are not technically teachers, but they are teachers, Mm -hmm. um, if that makes sense. Yeah. So. Noah, do you have a... Uh, I do, and it's kind of embarrassing, and I'm probably going to get made fun of, uh, but my mom is... <laughs> this is a safe per- space now. You okay. can share anything here. But my mom is the person that inspires me the most. Aww. She um, was from a small town in Indiana, and nobody from her high school had ever truly been like successful and really like gone out and done anything. Um, and she struggled through all of college and all of medical school to become an obstetricianist and a gynecologist and an incredibly successful one who started her own company, wow. who is on uh, basically her high school's, who's in like her high school's hall of fame. She's been a doctor for double the time that I've been alive. And the only, I, I've never heard anything but incredibly good and incredibly kind things from all the patients that she's had. Um, and she's worked her whole life for me to be successful and to have a good time in college and to not have to worry immensely about finances. Um, so I thank my mom for everything that she's done for me and she's really inspired me to be a better person. Wow, that's awesome. That is so sweet. Yeah. Well, Jamie, I know you talked a little bit about impactful professors in the article that you wrote. And Emily, you shared um, a teacher that you've had in the past uh, who's been impactful. Um, Noah or Jamie, do you have a professor or a teacher in the past that has had like a huge impact on you? Um, probably my AP English 12 teacher who also taught me English in ninth grade. Uh, He was a guy who was just always a lot of fun and even when the subject was boring um, in English because I find a lot of like old like Shakespeare stuff really boring. Sorry Um, (laughs) if you find it exciting but he always was funny. He always helped everybody have a good time and he was always kind to all the students and inspired me to keep writing and keep doing what I want to do. Nice. Jamie? Um... I didn't really have a great high school experience um, or middle school experience for that matter. A lot of that was also like just my life situation. Um, But I would say, you know, going into college, a lot of the professors that I have had have really just um, like taught me a lot and also um, have just really helped me out. Um, Not even like professors you know per se like administrators like Emily Antis uh she with the LGBTQA center 
um she has just like always like kind of inspired me um and just like through her work and whatnot so I would say like it's multiple people but I definitely would say that really started in college for me that I started to really find inspiration in professors and administrators yeah I guess it doesn't even have to be like professors that have had an impact on you um it could be like uh a friend or an advisor or someone um I had a professor this was back pre-COVID, so it was fall of 2019, um, and I had a professor. I was an education major at the time, and he, I had him for bio 3450, and it was a uh, biology class for early and middle childhood education majors, um, and the class itself was like not very easy, and it was like two and a half hours long three times a week. Um, so it was like not necessarily like the most fun to go to because, um, it was just so long, but he, it's also like a biology course. Yeah. So it's like hard material too. And, but this, the professor that I had for it, um, just made, he came in every single class and wanted us to like have a good time and wanted us to learn. And if we were struggling, he would you know, change the way that he was teaching it so that each person could do the best that they add, like to the, live up to their potential basically within the class. Um, and so even though like not all of us got like hundreds in the class, we didn't all pass the class with flying colors. Um, it was a class that every single person came out of like, oh my gosh, I had like so much fun in that class and I actually really enjoyed going to it, even though it's not a class that like you, a lot of people might want to go to. Um, and so I really liked that. But yeah. Um, I have on my little list here, uh, you know, who or what inspires you and then who's been the most impactful person you've had or you've met at Wright State. So everybody gets to say what they wanted to <laughs> about that. Yeah. yeah. And like as far as like college goes, I don't think like I haven't had like a bad professor yet, but I haven't had. Because, like, I'm so new, I haven't had one that's, like, oh, this is, like, um, the, one of the most impactful teachers ever yet. But I feel like a lot of times with my English teachers, I didn't have very good luck with them. And I really like my English teacher this semester as well. Yeah. yeah. And also, I feel like you can find inspiration outside of the classroom in college. Like, I know, like, the G, um has been such a source of just like inspiration there are so many people who like I just look up to and who have just been amazing so Mm -hmm. I think you know like in college it can be a little bit unique than high school because you can find so many resources of inspiration and so many outlets for inspiration and for and you know to be around people who are impactful yeah kind of going back to what Emily said how she was like, I haven't, you know, been here for very long. Um, I guess, like, I've been in college for so long that I can definitely pick out, like, the professors that have had a great impact on me and the professors that definitely have had a negative impact on me. Um, so I guess <laughs> this would be a, qu- a good question to ask in two or three years <laughs> once you've been through a little bit more of college um, and have had those, like, like your major classes um, in those professors because sometimes I think that those are – the best professors um 
or it could be the worst. Is there like a common theme for you of like professors that you think had a positive impact or had a negative impact? Like did the positive ones always make the class fun or like what was it about? Yeah, the positive ones I think always either made the class fun or made it like that I wanted to come and learn. Um, So I've had professors that just stand up front and they read verbatim off of a slide and I'm like, I could do that in my bedroom and on my computer. Like, I don't have to come to class to learn that. Um, So I guess the common theme for, like, professors for me that have had a big impact are professors that care about their students and want them to succeed and do, like, go above and beyond just teaching the material. Yeah. Do you think that's different because of COVID? Because I know, like, in my time here, it has been all COVID. So freshman year, fully online. Then this year, I've only had one in class in person and the rest online, which is really hard to interact with, like, professors and, you know, um, students as well and your classmates. Yeah. So, like, I'm curious, like, as a person who has had both, like, have you noticed, like, any difference in that? I definitely have. That first semester that we got switched online was kind of like a crapshoot semester for Like it was the spring of 2020 when it got switched to online halfway um, for me. And the rest of that semester was just kind of like everybody figuring out what to do. And then the next semester being fully online, I definitely noticed a difference in some of the teachers' demeanors. It was either they worked really, really hard to make online learning a positive experience or they put the bare minimum effort into it. Um, And I've actually had a professor. I had a professor online who I did not care for and didn't like online and now I have him in person and he's an amazing professor. So I think the difference between online and in person can definitely be significant as well. Well, I think like I've had a few professors online where like their class was like halfway good, halfway bad just because it was an online setting. But if I had them in person, like I could tell like if I had that class in person, I would have absolutely loved it. It would have been an amazing class and maybe they would have been one of the professors that you're talking about. But just through that online setting, there's some stuff that you just can't get. Yeah, I had one professor, I had her two semesters in a row, um, and she was my favorite professor to have online, and she really tried to make each day engaging, even though we were looking at her through a computer screen and weren't actually in a classroom. Um, And I think if I would have had her in person for either of those classes, it would have been probably like my favorite classes, even though I don't care for economics, and that's what those classes were. Yeah. Um, So yeah, I think there's definitely a difference between online and in person. But yeah, any other any other final closing thoughts? I can't wait to like if I ever do publish a novel to like he's probably going to be the first person I get to do. <laughs> yeah, I think sometimes I've gone like I've gone back to teachers that I had in high school or middle school, and then like yeah, you're like I was really inspired in your class and like really enjoyed this, and they're like really like they don't maybe necessarily understand the impact that they had on you in high school until you go back several years later and you're like yeah I did this because of you and they're like wow that's awesome so that I think that would be really cool to give Mm. that book to that teacher yeah I think that's all the time we have for today so thank you everybody for listening to the reader report this week and thank you Noah Emily and Jamie for joining me today of course thank you for having me yep thank you my name's Holly and we'll catch you next week for another episode Bye. Bye.